ML Nation, episode 163. You know, it's not about what works, it matters what duplicates. Keep it simple. That's where our business really started to take off quicker than quicker than ever before. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation, if you're a woman a female leader, a wannabe leader, I highly recommend the Ambitious Woman Success Club. So what's the success club? It's on-demand coaching. Okay, so anytime you're stuck with a problem, you need help, you just call a number and someone will help you out. It's really, really cool. It's the first on-demand coaching ever as led by Esther Spina, which is a seven-figure earner. Uh, he's, she's still earning seven figures in her business. And also by Amy Applebaum, a well-renowned business coach. And uh, why I recommend it is because, I, you know, if you want to do on-demand coaching, I have my insider program where you can email me any questions. I answer them once on a weekly webinar. But if you want answers right now, I literally wouldn't be able to have the manpower to answer any older question. At least I would never be able to dad to my three, be a good daddy to my three boys. And that's why I partnered up and recommend Ambitious Woman Success Club. Because I think, especially those, if you don't have a good upline or your upline's not that experienced and you're stuck, it is really, really useful, highly recommended. So go to ML, uh, mlmation.net forward slash club mlmnation.net forward slash club and learn more about the Ambitious Women Success Club. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan and I am fired up to bring a power couple to you today, Dallas and Riley Baldry. Dallas and Riley, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, we are, Simon. Definitely. Dallas and Riley, along with their current partner, are top leaders in North America for a $125 million MLM company. They're also leading the company's expansion into Asia as we speak. Prior to network marketing, Dallas had a law degree, an MBA, and was a successful financial advisor, while Riley had a good career in accounting while also owning several businesses. However, when the financial crisis hit in 2008, both Dallas and Riley lost almost everything. This is this was before they met, and Dallas was a single father. He lost everything, including his car, including his house and cars. Riley was a single mom who was laid off and barely surviving to stay in her house and provide for her son. Dallas and, Dallas and Riley got involved in network marketing, was able to turn their lives around. They now live in the Phoenix area with their six kids that range from 1 to 17 years old. In 2012, Dallas and Riley co-founded a very successful organization called the HD Group or High Definition Group, where the mission was to help entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs live what they call the HD life, helping people around the world have more time freedom to do the things they want to do, have a stream of residual income to help them fund their dreams and goals, and to bring awareness to improving their health. So Dallas and Riley, I've given the ML Nation kind of lengthy intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Absolutely, Simon. Once again, it is an honor to be on your show and, and share a little bit about our background. And hopefully uh, the listeners get some knowledge from what we're going to talk about. But yeah, it, it is, as you said, Simon, it was, uh, it was, you know, I went from having the highs to the lows, a lot of money with a lot of time freedom, uh, thinking money grew on trees as a financial advisor was great. And then the mortgage meltdown happened, the stock market crashed, the insurance industry went down, just that negative domino effect and in a very short time, I went from having a lot of money to no money. 
and ended up losing my house, short sold my house and was sleeping in my car. Now, fortunately at the time, I actually had a nice car still, but I was pulling up in grocery store parking lots at night um, to sleep. I had my, my closet was my back seat. I had all my suits on. Trunk was my, uh, was my closet. And then I eventually lost my car. I couldn't keep up on the payments. And it was an absolute nightmare. In 2009, I literally made $0. And it wasn't that I wasn't working. Just the people, uh, you know, the companies that I was doing business with were going out of business left and right, weren't paying me for what I earned. And I hit rock bottom and ended up sleeping on my sister's couch, which was a very humbling experience as a as a grown man and a father, a sister's couch out of all places in Utah. And I absolutely love Utah. Utah is a beautiful place. But when you're going there to sleep on your sister's couch in the middle of the cold Utah winters, not knowing what you're going to do, I can tell you, I was definitely at a, at a time in my life that I wouldn't hope on, on anybody. And I know other people have been there. You know, I know many other people were there at the same time. So, you know, I was sleeping on my sister's couch in the middle of uh, the winter in Utah, not knowing what my next move was going to be. And uh, at that time, I was introduced to two gentlemen who had had a lot of success in the network marketing industry, uh, multi-million dollar earners. And, you know, I said, you know what, this sounds, this looks like something that I can do. You know, if they can do it, I can do it. I have nothing to lose. So I decided to, uh, to give it a shot. And that's where I first got involved with network marketing. But right about that time living in Utah, is when I met my uh, lovely and beautiful partner and wife, Riley. And I, I'd love Riley just to share a little bit about her background at that same time. So I actually was, you know, I had a little bit of a different mindset as Del because he was always an entrepreneur where I hadn't been, but I was an assigned entrepreneur. So I was working for a wholesale petroleum company. I had a great position there. I made my way up the chain very quickly. Um, I became the president's assistant after a couple of years. I was making great money, you know, got my first mortgage at a young age and um, found that, you know, our company was going out of business, was going bankrupt, and our, our, we got sold out to a company out of Texas. Well, um, I think the first position to go is going to be the president's assistant, since I'm pretty sure when you don't have any money, the president does not need an assistant. So I actually, you know, I had a, I had already started a couple of businesses, and I knew that this was my chance to really do what I wanted to do because I knew at that moment I could not allow anybody else to be in charge of what I was doing. But I didn't really know how to get started. So, you know, I mean, how to go about it on a full-time level. So that was fearful, but I knew at this time I had no other choice. And right about then is right when I met my knight in shining armor, but we were both broke as a joke, so... And we both had our love to keep us warm in those cold Utah winters. So yeah. Yeah, that's our story on how we came together. So did you uh, two meet before you joined MLM or you actually met in your company? So I had just joined. I was uh, really just getting started. I was a few months into it. And uh, that is when I had met her. And it's, it's pretty interesting on, on how I got her involved. I knew the, I knew the power of having a, a power couple and, uh, you know, what I did is I ended up taking her to an event, and, uh, you know, how, how did I tell you to do that? What, what did I tell you? Well, he said, you know, come with me to this event, and we got there, and I'm sitting there thinking, what is this? And um, I was so inspired, and it was exactly everything I needed to hear at the time. <laughs> By the time I left, I said, let's do this. 
Awesome. So, can you share a little bit about your first couple of weeks, or maybe you know, a couple of weeks in the business? So, Dallas, you you know, you were broke. You got started. Did you have success right away? Because you did, you know, you you have a law degree, your MBA. Were you able to get people to join really quickly, or you had some challenges? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't have quick success, but that was all on me. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anybody's. Uh, you know, it was all because of me. You know. I believe I enrolled one person my first 30 days in the business, and I got him on the lowest level, and he was a guy who was one of my uh, uh, financial services employees. In the second month, I got one customer, and I think they just felt sorry for me and maybe wanted to try the product, get healthier. In the third month, I brought in one more gentleman. So that was my first three months, but really for what it, what, what it was for me, Simon, is I saw the potential. I knew the potential. I knew that I could do it. It really was dependent on me putting more time and more effort and that's when I made a decision that I was going to go full-time in this. I hadn't made a lot of money, hardly any money, but I went full-time. I went all in. I made a decision that I didn't believe financial services was ever going to come back, at least anytime soon, to where it was, and uh, sold my book of business there and went full-time uh, about three months into the business. The first year was definitely hard. Um, it actually was a struggle because we weren't up to – I mean, we were getting money – the money was coming in. We knew that the long term was going to be um, great. But for me, it was very difficult. There were times when I said, you know, we just can't do this anymore. You've got to get a job. You have your, you went to law school. You have your MBA. Let's do something. I mean, go get a job. It was, it was very struggling for the first at least 12 months. Yeah, and absolutely. And I'll tell you, you know, she wasn't the only person that told me to go get a job. You know, my own mother and and uh, people say, you know, you got a degree, go get a job. And uh, I'll tell you, Simon, that um, I've always been an entrepreneur since I, I was about 20 years old. And, and uh, you know, I, I knew the potential and I knew it was up to me. And I saw the vision on what network marketing could do for, for my family and, and many others around the world. What's the self-talk? Uh, I'm going to start to cut you out, Riley, because uh, I want to follow up with Dallas. Like when you are not making money and then Riley's telling you to want to get a job, your mom's telling you. It's easy to get down. So once the self-talk, and most people quit at that time, right? They don't have much success in the first uh, two, three months. So what's the internal self-talk that keeps you going? Yeah, that's a great question. I think part of it is that I'm very stubborn and hard-headed, to be honest with you. And, you know, I, I had huge goals. You know, I had very big goals. And one of them was to be a millionaire by the age of 30. And, and I, I feel like I, I had a great chance of that in financial services up until everything everything crashed. And so I, you know, I still had those huge goals, even though most people uh, take circumstances like Riley and I went through and use them as excuses. I, what I decided to do is take those obstacles and use it as motivation where I was never going to be in that situation again. And, and I didn't care what anybody said. In fact, I used any of that, uh, no, not even negativity, but any people who ne didn't necessarily believe in what potentially we could do, called me a dreamer, called me nuts. I used that as motivation and just kind of stored it away in my brain and that fired me up. So I think that's really what it was, is just that, that being stubborn, hard-headed, but so motivated and believing in what we could do and my goals, I wasn't going to let anybody stop me. Do you have a specific routine, like where you look at your goals every day, where you visualize something you do every day? Yeah, you know, I do. I write down what I'm going to, uh, you know, I write down my goals for the day, uh, goals for the week on Sunday. Sunday's a, a big day for me to do my week at the beginning of each month, my monthly goals. 
And, uh, you know, I, I love doing the New Year's resolutions, but to me, you know, I treat every single month, every single week as a new, a new period, you know, because so often what do we do? We wait until the next year after we've given up on our goals or lost focus or thought they weren't possible to achieve. And so to me, I reset um, every single week and every single month refocus where I'm at, what do I need to do that's going to eventually get me to our long-term goal. And, and with that, we also involve our whole family so all of our kids know what our goals are, what we're shooting for, and uh, so that they can hold us. And, you know, they constantly remind us daily. They'll yell out to their dad, like, what he's um, aiming to get. Because we like to keep our family involved. That's why we do this business. And so when we all hold each other accountable, I think that really helps as well. Yeah, that is so good because I think a lot of distributors, they make goals, but there's no accountability, right? And then we are, we are the worst person to keep our, our, ourselves accountable, but we never like to let our children down. So we're kind of, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, you're right on that. And, you know, to us, the main reason, you know, one of the main reasons that I love this business so much is, we involve our family heavily, not just in the goal setting, but I mean, they literally come to our events. They take notes. I've, I've caught my, a 10 year old with full blown notes on the products and the business. We took our, our four year old daughter. She just turned five actually at the training and she was taking notes, writing down the words of what she's hearing. And it's pretty incredible. We recorded them giving each other presentations. So, oh, I mean, that is so cool. So cute. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's a great, it's a great uh, you know, teaching tool for our team because it all comes down to a network marketing duplication and being simple. And I would say, you know, listen, if a 10-year-old can teach, uh, you know, can teach a 5-year-old and a 5-year-old can teach a 3-year-old, then, then we all can teach each other to be successful. Definitely. So what was the turning point, your aha moment, that kind of got you to where you are today? Like, like kind of like a moment where a light bulb went off and you got it, and then the business just kind of took off. Well, I'll tell you, so my first run, you know, that, that first run we talked about, I actually built it up um, after the first year we started building and finally started making a little bit of money, but, you know, it was really playing catch up and all the debt. But um, uh, we had built up along with some of our, a couple other great leaders of ours to, you know, we had a pretty good team, you know, over 2,500 plus uh, distributors. But here's what I found, Simon, is, I was used to being the expert because I was always the expert in financial services. I had to have all the answers. If I said, I don't know where I didn't know, I would probably lose the business. And so in network marketing, I think one of my first mistakes is I had to be the expert. I had to be able to answer every single question. And what ended up happening is everybody was dependent on us and it became more of a job, you know, because you have 2,500 people that if you're not doing it, they're not doing it. And I'll tell you, my aha moment was where I realized it's, you know, it's not about what works, it matters what duplicates. Keep it simple. You want to develop leaders. It doesn't need to be you. In fact, you don't need to or want to be the expert. That was a huge aha moment for me. So then I started focusing on duplication, and uh, that's where our business really started to take off quicker than, quicker than ever before. What's one strategy you, talk about, uh, you can share? Um, when it comes to duplication? Uh, is there a specific way you teach people how to invite or bring people to meetings, something that you can share that helps the business duplicate instead of you doing what to work? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, give me an example. 
you know, back when I first started, it was, you know, tell me about the product. And I would, you know, pretend I was, uh, you know, the, the product expert, almost a formulator, or tell me about the compensation plan. I would go through it in every single detail. I'm so proud of myself, pat myself on the back. And that's really where I, I made a huge mistake. So, you know, what we teach is really to utilize tools, utilize third-party tools, third-party edification, uh, utilize your, your, your mentor, your upline, your sponsor, whatever you call them in your company, and really just keep it simple. You know, if I get asked a, a question on the product, what I focus on is my personal testimonial and refer them to the third-party tool, which could be a video, which could be, you know, one of our websites. Uh, also, we have built uh, an incredible uh, system that's proprietary to our group um, that is a mobile phone app, and, it, and it's something that allows people to, uh, it takes away what to say, it takes away how to follow up, when to follow up, it takes away the fear of rejection. It, it's very powerful and allows people to build 24-7, and so we teach people how to utilize that because, you know, me, Simon, it's it's 2016, and where, you know, technology, you got to keep pace and you have to, uh, you know, not only keep up the trends, but set trends and really make this business uh, duplicatable for somebody just doing this in their spare time. You know, you and I both know most people only do this business, at least starting out in very spare time. And so you need to keep it very simple and duplicatable for those types of people. Definitely. Now, um, you know, success is a journey. So I'd like you to take us to your worst moment in network marketing, the, the toughest, your worst challenge, or maybe the point you even had doubts about a business you want to quit, but somehow you kept going and you learned valuable lessons, and that's why you are where you are today. Yeah, uh, I know for us, it had to have been uh, our company. Our, we, we partnered up with a company. It was a pre-launch. Uh, we were very excited about it. And we put everything into that company. You know, we had worked our way up to to the you know second in that company. That was you know our blood, sweat, and tears helped build the brand. We were growing that company, and it ended up going out of business and being sold to another company. And I think that was you know the the most upsetting thing that we've ever experienced because when something's taken away from you and it's out of your control, uh, you know it, it was tough. It really was. And, you know, I know what I learned out of it was, you know, we could have given up. We could have quit. A lot of people actually in that company ended up doing that. But we knew that, you know what, that take it as a lesson. Take, take what we learned from that as a lesson, move forward, take all the experience, and, you know, go out there and find a, a great partner that you can, you know, really do all the things that you want to do, but not let some a huge obstacle in that, that scenario stop you. It goes back to being focused, um, being determined and not letting anything stop you. Things happen in business, things happen in life, but you got to keep going. Hmm. What would you consider to be a proudest moment in network marketing? So, you know, to me, I would say the proudest moment would be the, the culture we've created with our organization. You know, really focusing on helping people become, you know, better their, uh, better their health, um, improving their financial uh, circumstances and also doing that and having time freedom. To me, that's incredible seeing people come together, really focusing on the HD life and, and helping new entrepreneurs become successful. And just really helping. I think one of the proudest moments really is helping other people create their story in network marketing. 
where they've made money, you know, and they're able to go full-time in network marketing and spend more time with their family or be stress-free because now they're getting in the, you know, the little bit of extra money that they needed that month. I think that was the proudest moment was just being able to help others create a story like we have in network marketing. Definitely. Now, you had, uh, Dallas, you had brought up HD Life. Can you share a little bit about your group and how did you come up with that name? And yeah, just tell, uh, share with us a little bit about it. Well, Simon, you know, the way we look at it is everything's better in, in high definition. TV's better in high definition. Um, you know, life is better in high definition. And really what it is is, you know, having more money, uh, time, freedom, and health to accomplish your dreams and your goals. And, you know, I ask people everywhere I travel around the world, you know, what are your dreams and goals? And I have yet to hear one answer that doesn't, it isn't necessary to, that you must have, you know, time to actually accomplish your goals. You need money to fund your dreams and goals. And then what good is money and time freedom if you don't have your health? You know, if you're sick, laying in bed, you could have all the money and time freedom in the world. And so that has really been our focus. And, and our goal is to help 1 million people around the world live the HD life and just upgrade their life in the high definition. And so, uh, you know, we're very proud of that and, uh, you know, helping people really change their circumstances in their life. That's fantastic. Yeah, because there's a lot of people with a lot of money but no time. And also a lot of people with a lot of money but bad health, right? Then that's not really success either. So I love the way you put it, that to live in high definition, you need money, time, and health. Um, before you talk about building culture, having the, what is some, and that, that word is used in MLM a lot, the culture of a team culture. What are some things you do, you implement on a team basis or your, for HD life group, HD group to create culture in the organization? Uh, that's a great question. You know, other than the, you know, the, you know, the normal, the, the meetings and the calls, um, and the systems that we've created, um, you know, we, we're really very close in all aspects, staying in communication from using WhatsApp to, um, you know, the, the social media. But really what we do is where I find that we've had the most success creating the culture that, that we've wanted to create is by finding like-minded people, finding quality, finding people who want to, to better themselves. Because you and I both know not everybody does. And I, we really teach to go after quality versus quantity. Uh, we also teach that if there's somebody that you, you know, maybe don't, you know, aren't fond of or they're a negative or cynical person, then don't try to recruit them just to make a, a fast start bonus. There's no need because then if you recruit them, you have to work with them. And then you're working with somebody that's a negative person, that's a cynic, that's somebody that you, you know, you, you wouldn't want to be around. And, you know, that's what I call a job, having to work with people you don't, don't want to work with. The way we look at it, if you want to go out to dinner, have coffee, go to lunch, want to travel with, yep, take your kids around, then they're probably not somebody you would even want to recruit into your business. And I believe that's probably the biggest thing that has allowed us to create the culture we want because we have people that everybody enjoys each other, um, great people, high quality. Many of them are non-networkers previous, so they're learning for the first time, but we all have that same vision of helping people around the world live the high-definition life. Yeah, I think the coolest thing about network marketing is like, unlike a job, which you mentioned, we get to choose who we 
wanted to work with, right? At, at a job, you know, you get hired. These are your coworkers. Boom, you're, you're stuck there. But here we get to choose. And I love how you put you choose quality over quantity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what is one thing that excites you the most about network marketing now? Uh, you know, I would say really going back to helping people, even if they've never done anything like this, even if they've never been an entrepreneur, you know, from the, the housewife to the accountant to the lawyer to the doctor, doesn't matter. Helping them build a an additional stream of income that could potentially become their mainstream of income. Uh, and it doesn't matter the economy. This is economy proof. In a good economy, we can teach them how to be successful. In a bad economy where they might be fearing losing their job, getting their pay cut, um, being laid off, you know, like Riley was, where they can still not have to worry. They can still take care of their family. So that excites me the most with the, you know, you know not knowing where things are going to happen here and with the economy that we can truly teach somebody how to become successful, how to become self-sufficient as far as generating income and really helping people who have never done this before, uh, you know, have success. Hmm. Now, um, talk about the exciting thing about network marketing is global and in many parts of the world, it's becoming more and more popular. People just, just really newly discovering it. Now you have a global business and we're talking about you're in Asia and then you're, we're in Mexico yesterday. How do you, what tips can you give people to growing a successful global business? Well, I would say, you know, utilize social media. Uh, what's interesting, Simon, is most all of our global business has come initially from social media. You know, we didn't go over to Asia and just start, uh, you know, trying to find people. You know, we built our, our business all over the world using social media to build relationships and then going over there and then, of course, working with those individuals. So my advice if you want to build a global business is is tap into social media. Um, uh, I connect with like-minded people in these other countries. Build a relationship. Uh, you know, don't just spam them or pitch them. Uh, start talking to them just like you would if they were, you know, sitting next to you or they lived in your, you know, your your own area. And, you know, to me, anybody can do it. You know, if, if you just be you and don't uh, be fake. And, and also, uh, the other part, Simon, I just say is, is learn a little bit about the culture. Because in different parts of the world, people do business different and you don't want to offend people. And you're not going to be perfect, but, but try to understand their culture. Try to learn about their culture. And I can tell you that they'll definitely appreciate and respect that. That's great advice. Because, I mean, you're... You came back from Mexico. I know that culture is very, very different from the Asia culture. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and you know, they understand. You know, you're, you're, you're not from Mexico. You're not from Asia. They understand that. But I, they truly do appreciate if you do your best to, uh, you know, learn, learn a little bit about their culture. Now, you two are a power couple. Both of you do the business. Very successful. How do you... I guess how do you do you divide roles like you Dallas you work with certain leaders and Riley you work with some certain people or maybe Dallas you focus on I know some people they focus on the business builders some people focus on the customers or one person does the trainings other one does the prospecting or even some people do the one person does admin the other does with running the business how does it work between you two well you know we we both 
do both roles. I, and I understand that because we have a lot of uh, great power couples in our organization and, you know, we're, we're friends with others and other organizations. And I, you know, I'll just tell you, we do things, you know, we're very equal. We do, we both recruit, we both train, we both get on the calls. Uh, we, we travel together. So I would say it's really 50, 50 in what we do. And, uh, you know, which is great because if I'm, you know, let's say I had to get on one call, she can pick up and do another call. And, and that, that truly to me is a power couple because we really can have two times the effort uh, because both of us can do all, all different aspects of the business. Fantastic advice. Um, hey, thank you so much, Dallas and Riley. As we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. I like to pick your brain for both of you too, okay? So one of them, first of all, let's start with Riley because the ladies first. What is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Oh, goodness. Let's let Dallas go first on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have so many, but you go first. Well, you know, mine, it, it's, you know, it kind of goes along with what we talked about is, you know, the greatest form of revenge is massive success and, not that we have to have a revengeful mindset, but it goes to, you know, I think it goes to, it's helped improve my focus, knowing that I'm not going to let anybody stop me. I'm not going to, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm not going to let anybody take me down at all. Hmm. I like that. Um, What about you, Riley? So one that just came to my mind, because, you know, I, I did have some struggles, there's one that is um, when you when you've gone all the way down and there's nowhere else to go. Where do you go from there? Up. So it's always just to never give up. We're always going to have our challenges, but you just keep moving through it and, and you know keep going. What's one habit that's helped you become successful? That habit would be consistency. That's the most important key when it comes to network marketing is consistency. Some people say, you know, I've been, I've been working so hard and I'm not seeing anything. And then they'll just stop working, you know, for five days straight because they didn't see anything. And I just try to tell them, you know what, the most important thing to do is never to stop. You always have consistency. And, and Simon, I would agree with her. And, and, you know, doing something every single day to me is night and day difference than saying, okay, one day a week I'm going to do all day, right? Um, but just to add something different, and she took what I agree with consistency by far, I would say focus would be a, a secondary one. I'm um, just being focused on your goals, focused on your vision, focused on your business, having that laser sharp focus where you know nothing is going to stop you, company issues, um, product doesn't come on time, anything. It doesn't matter. You're not going to use those as, as excuses. You're going to be laser focused to your goal. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? That your biggest leader may not always be somebody that you enroll. So to make sure you're always big and deep, uh, reaching out to your whole entire team and and really working and connecting with each individual. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You you see this so many times in network marketing. Who who sponsored you? Usually it's somebody, these big leaders were, were brought into the business by somebody who quit. You know, somebody who might have brought in one person and, uh, you know, even, you know, canceled their order. And that's so true. You know, it's usually not going to be the person you bring in, but, you know, two, three, four, five, even 10 levels deep. And so finding the people that you feel can be, you know, really want it, um, that show that they want to be leaders and, and treating them as if they were your personal moments. 
That is so good. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's the first time or maybe only the second time someone's brought it up in over 163 episodes. So, uh, and you know, that's the same. The studs find the, actually, the duds find the studs. And I think a big mistake is people, especially new distributors, you know, they have a growing team and they go, oh, I didn't sponsor them, so I don't need to talk to them. But I love the way you share it. Like most of the, the, most of the leaders are people that you never sponsored and a deep, deep way in there. And you got to find them. So thank you for sharing that. That's really good advice. What is your, uh, your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say someone is, I know you talked about the importance of tools. So say someone, you have a qualified prospect, they're interested, they want to learn more. Do you send them a link to an online video? Do you use the app that you talked about? Or do you sit, do a Starbucks meeting and sit down and show them on an iPad or use the newspaper? What do you like to use? So we actually send our prospects to an app. And I'll let Dallas tell you what it is. But one of the, my favorite things about this is that it's so simple that people who are scared to do the business or say, I can't do what you do, this makes it so simple that anybody can do it. A grandma sitting on the couch, you know, uh, a mother work, mother with her kids, a single mother working full-time or a father. It just makes it so simple. Yeah, and Simon, I used to brag to people, you know, I can work from home. I can work, uh, in fact, I can work anywhere I have my computer, but... You know, what we realized is, you know, computers don't do very well at the beach, right? You know, you get sand in them and, and uh, you know, many people don't <laughs> That's have right. That's good. On, but, but everybody has their phone on them at 24-7. It's usually within a few feet of, of people. So what we did, along with my, my partners at the HD group, we, had, we formulated a mobile app. And it basically builds your entire business from your phone. Now, I'm not going to say it's a complete automated because network marketing is about that personal touch and the relationships. So there's some automated components as far as taking them through the different videos that educate them on our opportunities, but also the personal touch comes into the follow-up, the invite, um, getting, you know, getting them onto a, a three-way if needed at the very end. But it's all done via text messaging or WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger versus, you know, the old school, and in my opinion, old school, email, autoresponders, and things of that nature. So essentially, somebody like, you know, Riley said, a grandmother sitting on a couch, if we can teach her how to copy and paste on her phone, which most people already know how to do, it will notify her exactly how to follow up, what to say, when to follow up, but it's still that personal interaction. And that's what we use when a prospect is interested in the business. We create a unique link form put them through the process. The follow-up is key because we know most people aren't going to do what you ask them right away. So there's follow-up involved uh, multiple times in most cases. But when they get through the end, they're already, they understand everything, the products, the compensation, the people involved, and they have the ability to book an appointment with us. And by the time we do that appointment, it's basically getting to know them and getting them started in the business. And it all goes back to being simple and duplicatable where anybody any background, any age, any skill level can be successful in the business. I love that. It's brilliant. Especially everyone has smartphones now. And the, you know, the typical smartphone that most people have is more powerful. A lot of times more powerful than the computer they have at home. Because people always upgrade right. to new phones, but they don't upgrade new computers every year. So, right. and I guess like if a person doesn't have a smartphone, then that person's really out of it because it's 2016. That person should even really consider having a business anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. And I will tell you, I mean, they can, they can watch it on their computer. 
Um, but as far as utilizing the mobile app, yeah, the, the, the team member themselves needs to have the mobile phone. It's, and we call it Bob. It just stands for, we call it Bob the ultimate upline, but really uh, Bob just stands for book of business. So, uh, you know, it, it kind of plays off at being a person, your ultimate upline who is helping you build your business 24-7. But, yeah, I mean, it can be watched on the computer, but as far as utilizing it, you need to have a phone, and, and you're dead on on what you say. I tell somebody it's, it is 2016. If you don't have a smartphone, it's time to go get one. Uh, you can usually get one pretty cheap in this day and age. What's one book you could recommend to MLM Nation? Well, we've read several books. Well, we actually get it on audio and we listen constantly. We're constantly educating ourselves. But I'd have to say the number one right now is 10X by Grant Cardone. Yeah, I mean, so many great John Maxwell leadership books that we listen to and have on repeat and you know, so many other uh, MLM-specific uh, books that, you know, I could go on, on and on. But I'll tell you, she is, you know, 10X by Grant Cardone, I believe, has taken our business up another level because, you know, if, if you listen to that there's and you follow through on that, to me, there's no way that you're not going to increase your activity and your production immediately and it's really about mindset, and that's that to me is very powerful and important. Grant Cardone is awesome. It's an awesome book, 10 times. And uh, ML Nation, I know you love audio because you're listening to the show. So if you haven't read it, you can get an amazing free audiobook like 10 times by Grant Cardone for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, here Dallas and Riley, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Yes, we are. ML Nation, I know you can get a huge advantage from tax savings, from having a home-based business, right? That's one of the things that we sell uh, when we prospect, right? we present that to our prospects. But the problem is you most likely had a really tough, miserable time getting all your stuff together to beat the tax deadline, all those receipts and paperwork. So now this, fortunately, at least I did, I remember I would do things, I forget, and sorting them out at the last minute. Fortunately, something really cool now is called TaxBot. TaxBot is an app. It tracks your car mileage, your receipts, everything. And the cool thing is when it's time to submit your stuff to uh, to your CPA or file your taxes, TaxBot would put all that stuff together and create one easy document for your accountant. So there's no questions asked. Everything's really, really neatly organized. You save tremendous amounts of time and the stress because if you're like me, uh, you know, like, oh my goodness, it's April coming down. I have to follow these taxes. Or well, next year, I'll never do that again. But what happens is, we're, you know, life happens, right? We're busy prospecting, building our businesses. The last thing we're thinking about is every day, every week, you know, keeping organized, our tax and receipts organized. So, you know, hey, the reality is, most most of you out there, I'm not going to do it. And I know there's some people who do. But most people, if you're really busy building business, there's more fun things in life to do than organize your receipts, right? So TaxBot does all that for you. So check it out. Really useful too. Save you tons of time, time that you're spending building your business, prospecting, or time your family, right? So check it out. TaxBot is mlmnation.net forward slash tax. Okay, mlmnation.net forward slash tax to learn more. Here's the million dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one, so you didn't even know each other but yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. So you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, and your contact list was zero. What's the first thing that you do to find prospects, or the first place you'll go to network and find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? If we're on another planet and we're with aliens, they have the Internet. 
because I really think that the place that you're going to be able to go and find limitless amounts of contact, it's going to be online. Yes, and you know, social media to me is so powerful, and we talk about 2016, and it's huge, and it's going to continue to grow, and so I would find whatever Facebook that planet has, or whatever Instagram, Snapchat, whatever uh, uh, online platform that they use, and I would find out, I would create profiles that are professional, I would, you know, brand yourself there, and I start connecting and building relationships with people all over that planet, and then using the online to get offline. You know, see, that's one of the things that, that we do is I don't just do, I'm not in, we're not internet marketers, but we've had huge success using online media to find people and then work with them offline. So combining, combining the best of both worlds, online and offline. So that's exactly what we do on Mars or the moon or wherever else is find their social media platform start connecting, building relationships, and then going and, and, and meeting with those people offline and, and continuing to, uh, to help them live the HD life. Just out of personal curiosity, what uh, groups would you find these people? I mean, are you, for example, are you like a sports fan? You go to sports groups and start networking. Uh, just out of curiosity, which, what Facebook groups or Instagram groups would you first target? Well, you know, on, on Facebook, it would be entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of success with, you know, insurance agents, uh, you know, people in financial services like myself, um, you know, real estate, uh, you know, just people that are, you know, entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneur groups, because there's many of those now, you know, people that might be joining these groups, they're not an entrepreneur, they have a regular nine to five job, but they know they want something bigger, they know they want something better, and they are in these groups to learn. So that's the first place that I would start on those. And then as far as uh, Instagram or, you know, Twitter, use the hashtag, you know, use hashtags, you know, entrepreneur, success, motivated, inspirational, um, just keywords on, on the types of people that you're looking for. Remember, I, I can't stress this enough, quality over quantity, find like-minded people. And not only will you, you have a lot of success financially, but you're also going to have a great time doing it when you're surrounding yourself with positive, like-minded people. Awesome. As thank you so much. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect and contact you, Dallas and Riley? The best piece of advice that I can give is just to always make sure, like I said before, is to stay consistent and to go and to do a follow-up. Follow-up is the biggest thing that people sell. They think that because they called that person back one time and they didn't answer that they just did their follow-up and they're done. Keep up with your follow-up. That's the most important thing. Yes, I, I agree 100%. You know, uh, so many people drop the ball there. I think teaching people how to contact an invite, that's something simple. If you have great tools that can share the information, I think that's simple. But the follow-up is so important because it, it is what she said. And I was one of these people myself. If I would contact somebody uh, who said they would look at something and they didn't answer, uh, or they just said they hadn't done it, I would assume they were not interested because I think a lot of people are like me where we don't want to bother people and we don't want to chase people. So I would not follow up. I would just make an assumption. But people are busy. People forget. So following up multiple times, and the follow-up is so simple, and this is the advice that I'd love to give people. People say, well, I don't know how to say the follow-up. You know my best follow-up on a Monday? It's, hi, how was your weekend? That's the follow-up. 
Another one of my favorite follow-ups is, hi, I'm just following up. It's very simple, but you have to do it, and you have to do it multiple times. In most cases, five, six, seven plus times. And if they say no, then you don't have to keep following up, following, following up. I would ask them for a referral, but keep following up. People are busy. Understand that it doesn't mean they're not interested, but that is our duty. That is our role as uh, entrepreneurs, network marketers, really any business is consistently following up on the process. So I uh, appreciate, appreciate you, Simon, and for all the listeners. Um, what I would do, the best way to reach us is Facebook. As we talked about social media a few times, uh, Dallas Baldry, Riley Baldry, and the HD Couple on Facebook and Instagram. Also, you can find us, uh, Dallas Baldry and the HD Group on YouTube, and then the HD Life on uh, Snapchat. We're also on Periscope, uh, so you can just find us by our name. And uh, would love anybody who has any questions or love to connect, you can email us at the HD Couple at gmail.com. And of course, if you'd like to check out our website uh, and, and actually uh, learn a little bit more about us there, the HDcouple.com is a website you can check out more about who we are and a little bit about what we do. Awesome training, and thank you for sharing those two simple ways to follow up. You know, hi, how was your weekend? And hi, I'm just following up. Really, really good stuff. Hey, ML Nation, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Dallas and Riley Baldry. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in either Dallas, Dallas as in the city, D-A-L-L-A-S, Dallas, or Riley, R-Y-L-E-E, at the search bar and the show notes, Dallas and Riley's contact info, and all the nuggets of wisdom they talked about will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Dallas and Riley, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, and God bless you, too. Thank you so much, and thank you for taking the time with us today. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, ML Nation. We'll talk to you here soon. Thank you. Hey, ML Nation, if you love this podcast, you will love networking times. Networking times made a huge impact on my business when it got started. Huge belief builder. I used it um, not just to train my downlines. And in fact, I gave it as a gift to my downlines because I increased their belief. It's a magazine that comes every two weeks. You can get the print version or the online version. And I highly recommend it. Really cool. And I've been getting every issue since then. I also used it for prospecting because, you know, Sometimes the prospects are skeptical, right? You see like the sports magazines, car magazines, but there's a network, there's a magazine just for network marketing. So really, really cool. I'm telling you, it built my belief when I first started. It was like a couple months in. I got that first issue. I still remember, remember my first issue I got off the newsstand at, back then on, uh, it was at the Barnes and Nobles at the Grove in, uh, in LA. If you, if you live in LA, you know where it is, the Grove. Uh, pretty cool place. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. I paid for it and I got it. And uh, it was really a beginning of a really amazing thing, stories, and just learning from people from different companies. So if you like ML Nation, definitely get like kind of like the print version of what ML Nation is about. That's networking times. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash times. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash times. ML Nation, okay. Quick recap and review of a great episode from a power couple, Dallas and Riley Baldry. Make sure you go to mlnation.net and connect with them. Just put in Dallas, Dallas like the city, Dallas and Riley, R-Y-L-E-E. Put it in the search bar, either of the names and in the search bar and, and uh, the show notes will pop right up. Uh, really good episode. Some main things. I mean, 
Probably the biggest one is the emphasis on quality over quantity, right? Uh, this is not a convincing business. It's a sorting business. You want people who are hungry. You want people high quality, like Dallas, right? MBA, lawyer, with successful financial advisor. These are the type of people you want in the business. And the key is following up. Riley talked about consistency and follow-up. And I'll go back and listen to that again. You know, he, they talked about a lot of times you don't follow up. And MMH, admit it, okay? Just admit it. You're not following because you're scared to bother people, right? You think you're bothering them. That's why you're not following up. And the, the, But the reality is people are just busy. Just think about it. how many times have you sent in, someone sent you an email and you didn't get back to them right away? Or someone texted you and didn't reply back away, right away? Or someone Facebook messaged you and you didn't get back, right? The reality is there's so many distractions here. There's people messaging you on Twitter. There's all these stuff going on um, that you... People sometimes forget, and people have people have lives too. Their family, they have lives, they have jobs. They are probably overwhelmed with a lot of things. So, just because they don't get back to you doesn't mean they're not interested. So keep following up. And I love the very simple script, but it works, right? That Dallas shared. Hi, how was your weekend? Call them on Monday. Hi, how was your weekend? And that's a great way to follow up. You don't have to worry about oh, what should I say? They haven't called me back in three, four times. People are just busy. The second one is hey, I'm just following up with you. Right, very, very simple. It's all about the confidence how you speak. Um, by the way, I think it's a recurring thing. We're in the second season now. You want, and the thing's so exciting about network marketing. We're, we're attracting good, high quality people, business mind, business people like Dallas, who had their own. Uh, a fine, he was a financial advisor, had a law degree. Riley, who like you know had her own business. All these type of people into network marketing. You need to, have to know how to approach them. So if you don't know how to invite properly, I highly recommend checking out my sponsoring workshop. Just go to sponsoringworkshop.com. It's a two-hour webinar that teaches you the five biggest mistakes that people make and how to approach them. So especially the S, what called the successful type of people like Dallas and Riley, the people with the degree, law degrees, the smart people, right? The key to success is you want to leverage, you want to get people who are smarter and more networked than you into your business, someone like Dallas, Baldry, and Riley. Another great tip that, this is all towards the end, it's like most leaders are found by, you know, I, I have a saying, the duds are found the duds find the studs, right? I was like that. When I got started my network marketing, my original upline, which he's probably not listening to the show because he's quit many, many different companies after he quit the company I was in. Okay, he quit again and again and again and again. Um, he found me, right? Actually, even, I actually joined under him. He technically didn't find me. I actually called him out at Blue Tone. I want to join network marketing. Uh, if you don't know my full story, that's for another day. But the, but the actually, you don't know the full story. You can go check out the anniversary episode, 157, where else a special episode where I shared how I got into network marketing. But, Anyway, he didn't even know he quit, right? And that's the, in the reason I even where I am today, where I helped my mentor build a very successful million-dollar business because my mentor was up, up, upline, came down, found me, and started working with me, right? And that's what you have to do, especially if you have a deep legs, start reaching out to people. And I know some of you, you know, they may not know who you are, but just reach out, send an email, connect with them because you have to build deep, a lot of times, the leaders are not someone. It's actually I always say two rules. The leaders are not someone. Most of the time, are not your close friends and family. That's the rule number one. It's most likely acquaintance or something that was like a casual acquaintance friend that becomes a superstar leader. The second rule of thumb, and the number one, the reason why is a lot of times close friends, they actually don't even join because they know you too well, so it become negative, right? Like a lot, a lot of you, your most negative. People, prospects, are your friends and close friends and family, unfortunately. So your leaders are normally the ones who didn't know you that well. Second rule of thumb is 
the leaders are often not sponsored by you. It could be another downline that they brought in someone, or that person could be like a, cust- a customer that did the business, and then that person quit the business. But that customer loved the product so much, got interest in the business, and decides to go serious at it, and that becomes a superstar. So make sure you work, work deep. I thought that was one of the best advice that Dallas and Riley gave on the show. A um, couple other great tips, you know, how they build as a couple. You know, they talk about splitting the roles and how they do 50-50. They each do it both. Uh, how do you be global? Great advice. Use social media to connect. They use social media to build relationships with people. So when they did open those new markets, they have people in place already that they go out and meet and prospect. And the important thing of learning culture. So you're not going there like a total like stranger. You, you're, they, you respect the culture. You know the culture. Um, keeping things simple. You don't, you know, the biggest aha moment for Dallas and Riley was don't be the expert, right? Use tools. You know, he used to talk about the products too much. Right, so use tools and don't do the talking. Actually, the more you talk, the more you lose because you sound like a salesperson and people don't like to do sales. Last thing that I thought was really cool was um, how they have goals, they reset them, and they use the family involved in the business. The family holds them accountable for their goals and they're constantly focused on the goals. So no matter what happens, whether it hit them or don't hit them, they're always focusing on them. So Awesome show. Thank you again, Dallas and Raleigh, for uh, investing your valuable time. I mean, they've been expanding like crazy. I've been. I also want to thank Tyler Burns. Tyler Burns out there, loyal ML Nation listener, wanted, you know, knew Dallas and Riley, wanted, was very inspired by them, wanted them to get on the show, connected me on Facebook. Thank you so much, Tyler. Uh, and, you know, that's what good networkers do. Good networkers, I mean, we talked about it, are connectors, right? connecting people and the people appreciate people who are successful in this world good networkers they're connectors so make sure you go out there you know connect someone even if it's not when i say connecting even doesn't benefit your business benefit but indirectly always increases the value of the network so if you know someone that's a real estate agent go connect someone that needs to buy a house connect always go out there and provide value it's an excellent way to provide value thank you tyler for uh for connecting us and uh ML Nation, if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. I really appreciate that. Definitely connect with Dallas and Riley. Go to mlnation.net, put in Dallas and Riley, and share those of your you know, teams, their downlines, upline, crosslines. We're in the awesome profession. Just amazing to hear like business people like Dallas and Riley get involved in network marketing and making things happen. Super, super inspiring. So, ML Nation, thank you again for listening. Uh, don't forget the iTunes review. I really appreciate my team. We're going to the second season. We really appreciate those reviews. Thank you for that. And go out there. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.